the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. We love our listeners here at The Messy Backend. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Backend Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Backend. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. Winston Churchill once said, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking to Johnny Cooper about client attraction. Johnny is a British entrepreneur, piano player, international racing driver, and business coach. He grew his own business to eight figures, then exited and founded johnnyhatesmarketing.com, helping coaches, trainers, and therapists find more of their ideal clients more easily. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert Johnny will share his experience, expertise, and the tools that he suggests to get it all cleaned up. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. How messy is your backend? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your backend is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. Now on to our expert, Johnny Cooper, for his expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy backend question submitted by one of our listeners. How can I get my clients to flock to me so that I can grow my business? That is such a wonderful question. I'm guessing you're addressing that at me, Nate, at this point. <laughs> I am. Johnny, what do you have to say about that? Oh, wow. Well, w without knowing what business they're in, it's difficult to be specific. So I I'll give you the... I'll give you the go-to answer that applies in any business, any sector, anywhere. Awesome. Um, what you've got to start with is who is your ideal client? Let's get specific here. 
let's talk client avatars, let's talk niches. Because you know what happens if you're trying to appeal to everyone? You'll appeal to no one. I thought you might finish that sentence for me. I didn't pause long enough, did I? No, if you're you didn't. appeal to everyone, you'll appeal to no one. And, you know, everybody from global gurus like Seth Godin downwards all agree that, you know, you've got to decide which 99% of the world you're going to eliminate from your inquiries. You know, which massive majority of the population are you not going to serve? Someone like the Sherlock Holmes thing, isn't it? You know, eliminate the impossible. He said, and what you're left with is the answer. Your, your niche, your, your, your clients only need to occupy a really, really small part of this, of this um, glorious blue marble. Um, you know, I've heard people say you'll need 100 clients in certain sectors. You know, if you're a coach, for example, you can spend your life and build a massive empire just on 100 a, a clients. There's been books written that say a 1,000 true fans, you know. So whatever business you're in, the starting point has to be who do I serve and how specific can I get? Inch wide, mile deep is my motto. Yeah, I mean, when I first started, literally the first five years, I did not believe that. And mm. I thought, you know, I can just, just do this general. I can help anyone. Yeah. yeah, I can. I could, you know, I can help anyone. Because, I mean, I had general skills at the time. Um, but as soon as I said, I want to help this particular person, and I actually still do this. He's actually passed away. He's a man that I worked with in corporate world. I knew if anything that I created, Doug would like, would be yeah. successful. Yeah. Instantly, my my business changed. Yeah. Wow. So you're building stuff, and you're going. What would Doug think to this? Yeah. What would Doug do now? Yeah. That is so powerful. I mean, that's it in essence, isn't it? And you know, when you're trying to build communities like like we are in the in the sort of expert space, as it's euphemistically called, you know, coaches and therapists. And that. when you're trying to build a community, um, people have to feel when they find you that they're, they're immediately part of that community. You have to see all the people like them. Uh, as Seth Godin memorably says on the back of his latest book, you want your clients to show up and go, people like us do things like this. And if you, if you can get clients saying that, then... Um, you know, you, you've made your job a lot easier, haven't you? Because you'll become a client attraction magnet. People will go, ah, it's people like me, that is. That, that speaks of the power of social proof, doesn't it? Testimonials. Reading people just like you who've experienced what it is you do or what you sell, and they've liked it. That's how people buy stuff on Amazon, isn't it? We look for how many people like us have bought the latest gadget and actually love it. And then we, we buy it as well, you know. So... I think that's at the heart of it. To, to answer that question quickly, Nate, um, decide who it is you want to attract. That's the first thing. And then it makes everything easier, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So the big thing, obviously, is finding who your exact target market is. You know, yeah. creating that customer avatar saying, who is this person? Uh, and other experts that we've talked to have said, you know, even draw down like ridiculous nitty gritty details like, what does this person do when they first wake up in the morning? You know, yeah. what, what breakfast are they eating? Like, what yeah. are they wearing at, you know, throughout their day? Like almost create this perfect ideal person and then say, okay, I need to market to that person. If yeah. that is the one, even this. No, that, that, that's wonderful. I mean, you've, you've got to be careful with that as well, that you don't get too obtuse with some of the characteristics. Um, you know, I, I think of a perfect client avatar as like a, a three-legged stool. And it's a useful metaphor because um, 
if one of the legs falls off, you know, the stool falls over, doesn't it? So right. the, the, the three legs of a perfect client avatar for me are that you, you're going to get a big transformational benefit. They're going to get a big transformational benefit from working with you. So somebody you can impact on, somebody who's got a use for your service. Second leg is that they're visible to you. It's no use, as I say, being too obscure with some of these characteristics um, and then not being able to find anybody like that, you know. Um, right. The third leg is that they can afford to pay you. So, you know, a great question for a client avatar, if you haven't got one, is who are the wealthiest kind of people who would benefit from what I do? And that's going to guide you into a community where they can afford to pay them. You know, that is an important leg that a lot of people forget when they they're do. doing that's their business. That's why still you know? falls over and they haven't got a business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that honestly, like the the biggest thing we, we went into business for is to be able to support our families and be with yep. our families and have more time. If you don't have the yep. money you need to make that happen, it's, it's pointless, right? Idiot. So, yeah, I mean, ha that's one of the reasons why my business struggled for so long is I really like working with startups. I do. I love startups. Yeah. Um, I love bootstrappers, but they're broke. <laughs> so you yeah. gotta, you have to round that out with some people who actually have shifted over into that. You know, I'm actually making oh, money. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I have a whole bunch of people like hypnotherapists and, and, uh, NLP practitioners, you know, and they just want to heal the world. These people generally, so they'll help people with PTSD and drug addictions, but, like your startups, those people are generally broke. You know, they've, they've either ruined them their lives deliberately or accidentally, and, and they got no cash. You know. So I like those. Let's just repeat those the three legs of the stool again. Uh, I'm gonna three, I'm gonna three. try it though. Yeah. <laughs> We've got going backwards. We got to find the clients that can afford to pay us. Yeah. Um, we need the clients that can use our services that can be impacted yes. by it. And I forget the first one, so you're going to have to help me yeah, out. Yeah, that, that was actually the second one on my list, but it's a, it's a round stool, so it could be any could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the missing one is visibility. You know, can these right. people be found? How do you spot them in a crowd? One of my early mentors said to me, you know, how would I know your ideal client if you were standing next to me in the line at Starbucks? You know, what are the visibly, externally visible characteristics that that mean that they're an ideal client for you. And if, if, if you can't find them, then there's no point in you stating that as an ideal client because they're not, are they? Mm, I like that. If you're standing next to them in line at Starbucks. How would you know they're an ideal client? Right. And I guess theoretically at the same time, they should know that you're their ideal coach, mentor, oh, yeah. teacher, whatever. If you're not showing up in that line at Starbucks, being the answer to their problems as well, yeah. uh, you know, I guess we're yeah, going to have to, have to find and be found as Seth Godin talks about continuously. Right. You know? right. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Sheila, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> Once they do find you, um, the key is to get them to stay as well. So figure yeah. out who they are, what they're looking for, and then you become what they're looking for without losing who you are and losing your purpose. Right. Because one of the big things, right, is story. How can you yeah. relate your story to them so that your story becomes about them and that gets them to stay and actually want to work with you? Yeah, I, I see a lot of this as a, as a mistake, actually, in my community of, of, of coaches and hypnotherapists and those kind of folks. They'll tell their own hero story, uh, which is then unrelatable to anybody else, you know. Right. There, there, there was one guy the other day told this story about how he's his brother had committed a, a murder when, when he was a teenager and he got dragged into it and 
he got dragged into male prostitution and all that kind of stuff. And good grief. I'm thinking it's a great story, but no one else is going to relate to this. Nobody else has been through that stuff specifically. So right. very uh, few people it, have. <laughs> yeah, it, it, so. it has to be it has to be a transferable story because people need to get that yeah, this guy's just like me, you know, he's overcome it and now I, I want to as well. Right. Yeah, we making the stories about our clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Johnny. It's been such a pleasure having you on the uh, podcast today. It's and... been great. I love these micro podcasts. It's great. Economical use of all our time, isn't it? Right. <laughs> right. Well, we, you know, we all have so much time to sit down and listen to an hour long podcast, don't we? <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> all right. If anyone wants to reach out to me, by the way, it's, I've made it real easy. Um, they just need to find the Johnny Hex Marketing facebook group and, and hang out in there that's my community that's my greenhouse where i nurture relationships with my ideal clients i so, love that i love that so we'll make sure that that's in the show notes for sure perfect awesome. Good stuff. Thanks, thanks johnny thanks, thanks for so hating marketing with all of us today yeah, it's a pleasure man <laughs> all right take care cheers would you like to have either myself or nate speak at your next event or on your podcast Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember... You are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.